Mark, we're on. Oh. <laughs> we are on. <laughs> are you going to start this one? <laughs> All right. We are um, going to start over. Yeah. Okay. You want to do your five-second countdown? No, you did it. We're All ready right. to roll. All right. Welcome to the Craft Beer Mafia Show. My name is Mark, and with me as always. See you. Bright. And tonight... I always want to break into an after-school special on a very special episode where CM becomes a man. No. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> tonight, we've, uh, we have been talking about mead for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I think ever since the cider episode, you said, you're, you said to me, Mark, I want you to try mead. And I'm like, I've never had it. Right. I've always wanted to. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Part of me is like, I don't know that I understand it. Okay. But tonight, Fair. tonight we're going to learn, we're going to taste, and we have a very special guest. We do. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that he's gracing us with his presence. I'd like to introduce everyone to Mr. Matt Carroll, Mr. Funktastic Meets himself. How's it going, fellas? Awesome. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you for, for having me. Here. Thank you for listening as I tried to do a little audio work earlier. Lord. And uh, Shit. I. <laughs> Angry noises. And then now we have Ty No Dollar Sun, the producer, here to help us out. Oh, Very yeah. excited. Thank you so much, Ty. Silent in the background. Thank the Lord. Thumbs up. Big arms. <laughs> he handed out cookies today. But um, I'm really excited. I want to learn a little bit about, I want to learn a lot about mead. Right. Um, so Matt, tell us a little bit about Funktastic Meats. Oh, so um, we are four months old. All right. Uh, officially speaking, uh, we opened up the tap room January sixth. Um, prior to that, we uh, were commercially available uh, via Lazy Days Winery. Okay. Uh, so we had released. We were releasing meads on a monthly basis with Lazy Days for just about a year. Um, one Saturday a month, selling about 150, 200 bottles uh, on any given Saturday and uh, selling out online. Um, prior to that, we were just a couple of home mead makers having fun. And um, yeah, so we are officially a commercial meadery. Nice. Uh, yeah. What got you into mead? So six years ago, okay. uh, one of my craft beer traders asked me to go pick up a bottle of mead. And hmm. my question to him was, what's mead? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and he said, it's a honey wine. Just go pick it up. It's really good. Yeah. So I did and uh, tasted it. And it was a unique beverage. And your life changed ever since? Yeah, more or less. Uh, drinking it every week. Uh, on Tuesdays with buddies yeah, um, for years uh, until we started to j- just kind of do it on our own. So it's awesome. So take me, if I'm thinking about, if, I, if I've if i never heard of mead before and I'm, I'm not aware, is it on the beer side? Is it on the wine side? Tell me a little bit about where it falls in, uh, in that carbonated beverage alcoholic mix. So it's pretty unique. Yeah. Um, it... The, the brewing process, if you will, is the same as a grape wine, okay. right? So it's, um, in our case, is honey, water, yeast, mm-hmm. and you ferment that. Um, so the process is exactly the same as if I was going to be making a grape wine. Yeah. Um, from, the, from the industry pers- perspective or those that support the product, it's more of the craft beer scene that has um, owned the mead, um, the mead realm, uh, as opposed to your typical wino. So, you know, for 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 us, it's uh, our demographic is primarily craft beer nerds, yeah. as opposed to wine snobs. Right. Uh, so it's, it's with us then. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, why Why do you think that is? Why do you think that this goes and gravitates towards beer snobs? I think. Um, I think. Those that make mead 
have taken more of the craft approach as opposed to those that are making um, grape wines. You know, so so take a take a traditional uh, a traditional mead is in my opinion, somewhat boring. Okay. It could be just honey, water, yeast. It could be honey, water, a fruit, and yeast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, a number of of the more popular meaderies are starting to take things like coconut and pineapple mm-hmm. and uh, cinnamon and, you know, you name the adjunct. Yeah. They're starting to take those things that craft beer... Um, craft breweries are using and imparting them into wines. Yeah, nobody's putting coconut in rosé. <laughs> no. Right. So, okay. That's weird. Oh, Why like would you it. ever do that? Well, I'm sure somebody <laughs> once said that about mead and beer, too. Right. Mr. Mister Maple Porter over here. <laughs> All right, so what was your first, what was the first mead you brewed that you sold? Um, That was Marshmallow Eyes. All right. Um, so that was actually more of a strategic move because uh, we, our good friends at the TTB have uh, TTB. S- yeah, the what's TTB? <laughs> Tobacco Tax Bureau. Oh yes, okay. which gotcha. was previously the ATF. Okay. Oh. Um, so they're the, so they're the ones that regulate all of the formulas and uh, the labels for wines. Okay. And beers, uh, and distilleries as well um but as far as meat is concerned if you use only honey water yeast and maybe a little hops then it does not require you to submit a formula to the ttb for approval if you add a fruit or a spice now you have to submit a formula so for us when we were moving commercially with our first mead from uh, at, at Lazy Days, the easiest thing to do was make a mead that was only honey water yeast. Yeah. Um, and so that was marshmallow eyes. We used two mono varietal honeys. So we used uh, meadow foam honey and maple honey, water, and yeast. That do, was our first commercial mead. Do breweries have to submit formulas? Yes. Oh, they do. Okay. Yep. I'm not familiar with the commercial brewing yep. aspect, so interesting. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so you went for Marshmallow Eyes, and that was your first. Mm-hmm. So, what was one of the latest ones you've made that you're really proud of? Uh, we own a meadery, M E A T E R Y. Oh, nice! So I actually brought a bottle of that with me, so you yes. guys can try. <laughs> That's the name of the. Oh, <laughs> I was looking at it over there. We own a meadery. So. Um, the name is is actually kind of funny. Um, whenever I tell somebody that I own a meadery, yeah. they, they're like, oh, really? Oh, that's really cool. Like sausages and ribeyes. Oh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> all right. Hold on a second. First of all, it's a butchery or a butcher. <laughs> Nobody calls it a no meadery. <laughs> right? And, is that even and a real word? A I don't think man. so. And second of all, it's a D, not a T. <laughs> So I called one of my buddies, um, Andrew, who owns Four Fires Meadery. Okay. Yes. And I was I was talking to him about this, and he was like, "Yeah, that happens to me all the time too." I was like, "Well, I have this idea. What if we take mesquite blossom honey, we ferment that as a sweet mead, and then we age the mead on smoked bacon, vanilla, and maple syrup?" What, dude? In the world. And dude. he said, "He said I'm in." So. <laughs> I'm pretty positive that we're the only ones to have put meat in a mead. Holy smokes. Um, there there may be another one, definitely not one that I'm aware of. Sam, you need awesome. to take a picture of this label. Oh, my god! Because this has, you've got the bacon, the Who's vanilla, bacon? the maple syrup, and the deli slicer on top mm-hmm. is one of my favorite points oh, yeah. right there. And then there's, um, put that bad boy up there's there. a pig. Oh, yeah. Shabam. Thank you for that. Rather than doing the click noise, the shabam really brought to the photo. That, that's, that was nice. Um, we we do an, we do a segment on our show every week called Pinkies Out. It's my favorite segment. Um, CM he drinks bougie, but he's not a, a wine snob. Absolutely not. Um, I would love, or I would love to taste. Is it fair that my first mead I ever tasted 
would be we own a metery. I think so. Is that going straight into the deep uh, end? There's it, no toes. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It is. Um, but I can tell you of the three meads I brought to share, yeah. none of them would be considered a traditional mead. There's no shallow end here. Nice. I love it. Just dive right in. This brings me joy. <laughs> All right. So this is the time on the show. We call it Pinkies Out. We grab a beverage. We talk about the beverage. We pour. We smell. We taste. Mm. We talk about it. Right here on the Craft Beer Mafia Show. Yes. Yes. Pinkies Out. Yes. And at this moment of the Craft Beer Mafia Show, Very this, nice. this Pinkies Out is brought to you by... Pause here for sponsors. <laughs> you can't giggle through the sponsor piece. <laughs> no, that's totally cool. Um, I had a question in my head, and then you popped it open, and I lost my mind. What is the strength of We Own a Meadery? be honest with you, I don't remember. 14% alcohol. Sounds Ooh, okay. about right. All right. So this is, this is the alcohol content would be equivalent to your traditional grape wine right 13 14 percent okay so what you'll find is most grape wines and most still meads will have an abv somewhere between 12 and 14 percent this is because there's a specific tax bracket for alcohol that falls within that range once you go over 14 percent really the government takes more in taxes Huh. So one of the reasons why you'll see a lot of wines in that 12 to 14% range is because of taxes. Wow. Dude. So what about like pastry stouts that get up so ridiculous So as far as beer is concerned, I don't personally know what the yeah. tax bracket is for beers. I know they're different. Yeah. That's crazy. Though. I didn't know anything about that. That's nuts. All right. Mesquite blossom honey fermented and then aged on... <clears throat> Marvinson? Marvinson barbecue smoked bacon, <laughs> vanilla, and maple syrup. Yep. So uh, Mike Foster owns okay. Marvinson Barbecue. He's from Pennsylvania, but he's one of the one of the guys involved in the craft beer community. Yeah. So to um, and so he so we asked him if he would be part of the collaboration and smoke the bacon for us, and he nice. did. How much how much bacon was smoked in this process? So the this particular batch uh, was a twenty five gallon batch. We used two pounds of smoked bacon. Good gosh! And tell us a little bit. You collaborated here with Four Fires Meadery mm -hmm. in so, Ohio. Yep. So Four Fires Meaderies in Maumee, Ohio. Um, they've been around that. for <laughs> I think four years now. Okay. Um, so uh, Chris and Andrew are the current owners. Uh, Chris is kind of the the uh, uh, the crazy scientist in the in the in the in the lab, and then Andrew handles all the more or less day to day business stuff. Hmm. All right, so once again, this is we own a meadery. Oh, I can't wait from Funktastic Meads. Funktastic. Funk. Tastic. Funktastic. And oh, after we taste, don't this, get I'm it ask... funkin' wrong. <laughs> Funk yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's first talk about the color. All right. So the color, golden. I got a nice light golden, slight haze, but you can see right through. That's just your glasses. Right? It's, yeah. Oh, it's because it's, it's, it's dirty. Oh, it is. It is a dirty glass. Oh, those are so fingerprints dirty. you're looking through. So dirty. So do you filter it no. um, after any fermentation? Is no there anything filtering. taken out? Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So completely clear. No filter. Wow. No filter. No All filter. Right. F and A. Special um, processes. And the yeast, is the yeast a special type of like mead yeast or is it like a Belgian So most of the time, or? yeah, most of the time we're using wine or champagne yeasts. You need to have okay. the yeast that can handle the higher ABV. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Smelly time. Absolutely. Stick your nose All in right, I'm doing it. I'm doing Oh, oh, oh. Sweetness. I'm torn. Bacon. That's what I really? got. Really? Yeah. I haven't. I haven't stuck my nose in it yet. Smoke. But I'm. I'm excited to. Yeah, I got a lot of smoke. It smells like breakfast. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's amazing. Wow. I feel like my arm hairs just stood up. In this a good is, way. This is your first mead. Yeah. Good gosh, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. We don't god, go hard. Jealous. We don't go half-ass. Yeah, we this, don't. This is hardcore. Mafia. Wow. 
I like the uh, National Enquirer type of look you have in there in the logo. <laughs> the National Enquirer. <laughs> yeah, d- describe the that FM, label. The FM Choir. The FM Choir. Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, so um, I was standing in Kroger and I looked over and there's the National Enquirer and I was like, oh, that'd be a pretty badass label. <laughs> and so it was born. Is that across all of your products or is that just no, this one? That's just this Okay. One. We own a metery. All right, it's time to. Tr- I'm gonna drink. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. All right, like, fourteen percent. Right, Don't drink it fast. Take your sips. It's not like a shot of bourbon. I'm chugging it. Cheers. Oop. Clinky, clinky. Oh my god. Yes. This is everything I thought it would be. Oh my gosh. Describe it. Describe uh, it. It's like perfection, dude. Wow. So, like, it comes on thick. It's like, it's not like a beer where it's light. This has got like a, like a syrupy Mouth type coating. of feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can, oh, honey. And then I'm a vanilla fan. Like, I like vanilla. I love vanilla. And you love maple syrup. Oh, I love all that stuff. And if you don't like bacon, then I, I just, love turn, bacon. just turn this off and yeah, walk yeah, away right now. But this is ridiculous. All right. So, this bottle is how many ounces? 12.6 but in the uh in the wine world we use the metric system oh like everyone else in the world oh yes how many milliliters are here <laughs> that would be 375 mils 375 yes proper, proper yes. Yeah. you'd be surprised how many people you have to educate on this, <laughs> this yeah while we're drives here. yeah yeah kilometers <laughs> you know <laughs> milliliters you got to drive on the right side of the road centimeters the road. yeah this know. is good <laughs> This is just wonderful. And what does this bottle go for? Um, uh, so in our tap room, that bottle is $27. Wow. Worth it. Worth it. This is really good. Can really you cap tasty. a mead? So Wait, like a beer, I, I pop open a beer, I'm going to drink it. I'm probably not going to put it in the fridge for the next day. A wine, I think you can recork, right? Right. Yep. Right. Can you recork a mead? Absolutely. Re- cool. Throw the cork back in. I usually put it in the fridge. Um, and I have meads in there for months. I have a question. What temperature do you normally like serve mead? Or is there a specific temperature? Like, you know, beer, you don't want to serve super cold because you lose. So in my opinion, um, and I think many others, um, stills are best at somewhere between 50 and 60 degrees. Okay. So let us uh, set a little bit. That would bit. be F Fahrenheit. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for not, not going me. Celsius there. <laughs> Like Gosh, a like boiling. a tradition like a traditional like red wine. Okay. Um okay. now with that said, there are things like uh session meads, which are typically carbonated. Okay. Um, those are served chilled. So 36, 37 degrees, like your standard beer. That's cool. Session mead, session mead. Yeah, so yeah, is is mead and carbonation tell me a little bit about that. Because that, that was something that hit me right away, is that there's, th- that maybe it was the pastry stout right, piece right. to it, was that there was no bubbles in there at all. Mm-hmm. So, and it's just smooth. Mm-hmm. So how to, and tell us more. So, um, one of the things that I think has become more and more popular over the last, I don't know, four or five years is session meads. The idea there is lower ABV, easier to drink, you can consume more, um, and most of them end up being um carbonated um much like i hate i hate using seltzer as a as a a comparison yeah um but much like a seltzer or uh or your standard low abv beers um are they force carbonated or are they naturally carbonated uh force carbonated most of them okay yep so uh just like just like a beer if you're on a larger scale you'd use a bright tank um, in, in our case, we, as a small scale, so we just use a quick carb and carbonate them per, per keg. So where can I purchase this? Like, uh, where can I go and find this in the Richmond area? So you can find this at Funktastic Meads. Okay. Um, you could purchase it on our website. So we have an online store. Uh, we also utilize Vino Shipper, which is a really cool, um, 
uh, partner for us and wineries in particular. That's cool. Uh, Vino Shipper ships to 39 states. Oh, wow. nice. So we um, we partner with them, which allows us to ship our meads to 39 different states. That's um, amazing. That's incredible. So yep. you guys are outside of Virginia shipping to 39 states. Yep. Good gosh. That's awesome. Four months in, by the way. That's incredible. Yep. Wow. Um, in the Richmond area, uh, you can also find the meads on tap at the Answer Brew Pub, as well as Mekong Restaurant. Okay. Any any like um, uh, local bottle shops or Total Wine or so no uh, no local bottle shops yeah uh, that's sort of intentional on our on our from our perspective because I I want people to come and visit the tap room uh, visit us there see what we're about you know usually ninety nine percent of the time I'm there uh, or Ray is there and he's the assistant mead maker. Mm -hmm. So you're getting, you know, you're getting the information from the guys that made it. Um, so we do have the meads available in Virginia, uh, at a few bottle shops across the state, but none mm -hmm. specifically in Virginia, in Richmond. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, like, I like that approach <clears throat> because it, it allows the, the people to come in, try fantastic, yeah. learn about it, get educated like we are right now. I had no idea about the the MLs and the TTBs and all the this stuff. You, you mentioned um, what was it? Uh, mono varietal meat? Yeah. Mono varietal honeys. Mm -hmm. Can you speak on that just a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, much like uh, much like standard grape wines, you have um, many mono varietal types of honey. So okay. like a Merlot or a Cab or a um, Sauvignon Blanc or Shiraz, you have um, monovarietal honeys, so orange blossom honey, meadow foam honey, maple honey, um, wow. mango honey. Uh, the list goes on and on. Um, so there are thousands of monovarietals of, of honey that you can use in your drinks, and they all have some unique characteristic. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm only like familiar with a uh, clover honey <laughs> so the clover bear yeah that's bear. what most people know yeah most people know the clover bear and then you said the base for most meads is wildflower honey mm -hmm. correct and that is the most popular is it the most popular out there or there's ones you can get your hands on i think the the reason at least the reason we use wildflower honey most often is one you're um you have to balance costs that's one of the key yeah. reasons mm -hmm. And then two, we're adding so many adjuncts to many of our many of our meads that the mono varietal, the mono varietal flavor perspective isn't going to come through in the meads. Okay. Um, yeah, makes sense. So this one, uh, we own a meadery, was special because mesquite blossom honey actually has a mesquite woody sort of character, so it added to the the bacon, the, the bacon flavor, I got that. Yeah. the bacon, the vanilla, the maple yeah. syrup. Uh, this one was wonderful. Yeah. Untapped rating of? Probably like five. I don't know. 4.23. Good gosh, that's high You AM. rated it as 4.75. Did I really? Yeah. See, it's five yeah. today. But there's not a ton of <laughs> ratings in there. But, um, yeah, definitely a, a, a big winner. This it's is just, insane. This is wonderful. It's uh, funktasticmeads.com. And Correct. you can be found where else? Uh, Facebook. Instagram. Is that untapped? Untapped. Oh, see what the other logo oh, here Lord. on the bottle. Funktastic underscore meads on Facebook, Instagram, untapped, and funktasticmeads.com. Oh. This is good. Mm -hmm. That was absolutely wonderful, right. and I feel like I am now a mead snob. You just had one mead, though. Yeah, but dude, dude. Come on. This is it's like, good. this so is so good. Yeah, this isn't benchmark. But. This Matt, isn't a whiskey in a plastic bottle. This is like Pappy. Matt brought three, though. He brought three to try. Do we have to rinse out our glass before the next one? I don't make the rules. I don't know. Yeah. He's shaking his head. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to take about a five-second break. You're not even going to notice it there in the internet world. You're just going to be like, whoa, you guys are back? But when we're back, our glasses will be clean. CM will have gone to the bathroom. <laughs> And we'll be back for another one right here on the Craft Beer Mafia Show with CM Bryant and that guy that talks a lot more Francis. Thank you. Thank you.
mead. The big arm. With the base of honey versus spent grains of beer is what's brought us together tonight. <laughs> Funktastic meads. <laughs> Pinky's out, volume two. That's right. All right, so the first one we had was We Own a Meadery. <laughs> I just love it. Too uh, bacon, vanilla, maple syrup. Um, mm-hmm. Go on. That was wonderful. I don't know that I could. I don't know that I could handle just a wildflower yeast. Yeah, marshmallow <laughs> eyes. I definitely want to get my hands. Is that still out there? Absolutely. You can still. Is that yeah. one of the? What is the flagship mead at Ooh, at Fantastic Meads? So I pride myself on us doing different things all the time. Yeah. Um, so as far as the traditional still meads are concerned, the only mead that we've done twice since we've opened is butt first coffee um so we did a 10 gallon batch and sold out the first weekend yeah and we had so many people asking for for it again that we made it again um i wouldn't call it our flagship um i don't know that we really have one nice. um but for sure one of the most popular meads that we make is the m which is a session mead, okay, uh, carbonated, and the idea there was to mimic A and W root beer, but in a mead. So cool, nice. So cool. If I'm coming in for the first time, I have no mead experience, um, and and I go up, and it can kind of be a little bit of intimidating to walk in and look at the list and go, I don't even know where to start. Where do you recommend for that individual coming in? That's like, I know I want to try this. I know it's good, but I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. So you'll be greeted by a board that has 10 meads. All right. And it is intimidating. So um, myself, uh, Heather, my wife, the other uh, the other staff, I encourage them all to move from behind the bar, go out and greet everybody and break down the board for oh, them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, so, you know, we typically have four meads that are semi-sweet to sweet. We'll have uh, one or two dries and then three or four session meads. Mm. And we can break it down, explain to them, you know, what we did, why we did it, um, explain that we do half pours, full pours. Mm. We have flights, which is unique in terms of, I I think is unique for a a winery um, in that we can say, hey, you know, we have these flights. You can do four in a flight. And, uh, you know, if somebody has no idea, I'll usually suggest that they move to one dry, one sweet, mm-hmm. two, two sessions. Um, and this way they get sort of the, the, the taste of from the dry side to the sweetest side. That's cool. My mind is blown on the line between beer and wine. Where in a brewery, you'll be like, all right, let me have a sampler or a flight of this, and you mm-hmm. get the, the little samples. But then in wine, sometimes they're like, all right, you're going to do this. I'm going to pour it for you. Here's what you're tasting. And then, like, guide you through the process. Mm-hmm. You so, sound like you've got, like, a hybrid of both. Right. Yeah, so that was kind of uh, that was kind of my goal in this was let's, let's uh, bridge the gap between craft beer and wine. Yeah. Right? So um, we've got unique flavors, I think much like your traditional craft brewery mm-hmm. um, but it is in a wine so um, so for us we wanted you know I I don't expect I'm not taking you through your drinking experience what I'm doing is explaining to you what we have available and what flavors you should you should anticipate that you're gonna taste based on what we have written on the board so we have a mead called um, well I brought one uh, session mead. Okay. Right? So this is uh, uh, Granberry Sherbert. Oh. So Granberry Sherbert. Granberry, like Gram. grandma. Oh. Grandma. So so nice. the idea here was uh, I was driving down with uh, with one of our craft beer friends, uh, Spidey Dan. Many of you may know. Oh, shout out Dan. Um, and he was telling me about this this uh, drink that his mom would make his kids at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Which was, um, which was ginger ale, rainbow sherbet, and cranberry juice. So the so ultimately the sherbet uh, melts into the ginger ale, and then oh. you get this like yeah. ginger ale. Sounds like a punch. Almost yeah, like a punch. 
so what we did is we mimicked that that uh old time classic because yeah. spidey dan is pretty old uh <laughs> in in this uh in this session mead so we used uh orange shirt orange juice we used sorbet as opposed to sherbet yeah and we used ginger so and, and of course mead no. we yeah. use a mead oh, yeah. as a base Don't get the mead. um <laughs> so you know this is what we did for this and so far it's on tap right now yeah. at the meadery and uh it's one of the more popular sessions on tap right now what is a pour what is it what is a full like a is it ounces or do we have to do milliliters and pours? no we can do we can do we can do ounces <laughs> okay a, okay a full a yeah. full pour of session mead is 10 ounces okay at our meadery okay mark yeah. i think it's i think it's about that time again we <laughs> I think it's time for Piggy's Out Volume 2. Granberry Sherbet. Granberry Sherbet. Oh man, this is exciting. Yeah. Does it make a does it make a pop noise when you open up the can? One oh, of no. our favorite things to do is to listen. Listen to the open. Oh, we want to listen now? Yeah, yeah. let's listen. Oh that was nice. See, that was good. That was nice. That was and it had a twist off top on the yeah. aluminum can. Which I'm that? always a fan of. Turned it upside down. I did. I saw that. Now I know the. Problem. Yeah. Is there is there settling of any? There could be. Okay. Because uh, we use quite a bit of uh, fruit and, um, and there's in in this case there was actually sorbet in. Uh... Ty no dollar sign over there just had that. Um, hey, all the kids are playing with a toy and I didn't get one look, and I wanted. I was like, I looked at him. I was like, you want you want to try it, right? And then. Um, we poured the last drop, so um, it smells great. He would totally love. Oh, this. he would love this too because he's a wino. But he's working. Yeah, well, that's right. That's right. That's right. We'll give him a little. All right. So oh. now this has a, a very different color yes. than we own a meadery. What's the color on this one look like? I'm not good at this stuff. If Try I was artistic, then I, I don't know. It kind of looks like uh, I don't know. It looks like peach peachy. To me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call it salmon. Salmon. It Ooh, looks salmon. Ooh, it is Actually, salmon. perfect. It looks salmon colored. Doesn't taste like salmon though. Oh no. my goodness! It smells that. That has a the ginger smell to the it. Ginger's bursting out of there, and then you get the sorbet or sherbet, the sorbet in there. Oh my gosh! I'm not gonna. Um, Tino Dollar Sign still has some. We own a meadery in his glass, and I wasn't gonna dare. No, don't you merge dare them. Cuvee that. No. Yeah. Ugh. Blasphemy. This one has a little bit of bubbles going on in here. Orange juice, sherbet. Wait, sorbet. Yep. Oh, it says sherbet on the on the can. Sorbet, and ginger, like fresh ginger, grated yourself. Uh, this yeah. So this is actually a ginger syrup. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, he's going in. You already went in for the taste, dude. I'm gonna get sit here and stare at it this long. This beautiful peach carbonated drink, clinky clinky. Oh, that's so. I would say it's not different. It's very different. Oh, it's very sweet. See, I love sweet stuff. That just tastes like a really good drink. Like, I can't even tell if that's meat. It just tastes good. Yeah. You know? The slight fine carbonation is wonderful. Yes. <laughs> we can't both drink at the same time. It's like one we? of us needs to fill the time with right. words. And then and the and then other then one the drinks. Now <laughs> yeah, we're talking at the same time, too. And then the ginger just comes right out. And then uh, there he goes, the smelly smell. Yeah, this it smells it smells very fruity. Um, I had the hint of ginger. Once I tasted it, then I, my whole palate was done. I'm enjoying how drinkable this is. Yeah. The effervescence, the sherbet flavors, the ginger. So Spidey Dan, he had some of this, right? He did. Did it remind him of what his grandma used to make? It did. Um, I did forget the cranberry. Oh, in, that's in, all right. In the uh, in the drink, <laughs> so he actually brought his own sixty-four ounce bottle of cranberry to to dose the no way dose the mead with <laughs> at, at the at the meadery. Yeah. People who drink ciders complain they get a headache from the sweetness. Do people do people say the same thing about mead? Um, yes, but in I think a lot of times the 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 headaches are not necessarily from the sugar. I think it's from the sulfites and the mm -hmm. sulfates that are mm -hmm. used yep. to stabilize the the ciders or the meads or the wines. Um, so so they actually they they do make uh, sulfite free, quote unquote sulfite free 
uh, wines, uh, yeah. which essentially just use the natural sulfites in the grapes or whatever fruit is being used. Um, but the most of those, you, you, you wouldn't find a sulfite-free sweet wine because the chances of that re-fermenting and blowing up mm, are yeah. very, very high. Wow. So, Where did the sulfites come from? So we add sulfites okay. uh, in order to stabilize the yeast and or kill them. Okay. So they don't continue to act in the bottle I or can. I always wondered how, like... Hence the explosion explode. later. Yes. Correct. You got to stop you stop the fermentation. <laughs> Correct. Gotcha. Correct. Man, this is... Um, I don't really know what I was expecting. I, but I the, hope you were expecting... Deliciousness? A cranberry sherbet. Yeah, I know no, I yeah. Well, I had my my head was in the right mind space, <laughs> so now that was that was yeah. Wow. So, Mark, this is the second mead you have tried yeah. today in your life. Yeah, and I'm 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 as bougie as it gets now. This is crazy. What 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 do you rate cranberry sherbet? I you know you can't even tell that there's alcohol in it. I know that's dangerous. That's the sad part, or not the sad part, but that's the really <laughs> sad part for me. Uh, what is the alcohol by volume for Granberry Sherbert? Six and a half percent. Okay. So that's a single IPA. Yeah, that's not bad. And this is the like session style. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Oh, you could drink that all day. I, I don't know. It is. It is. Oh, let me go back for more. He's, he's going go back, back in for more. He's going back in for more. You're gonna be so spoiled after this. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there a commercial mead that's out there? Like, is there one that you go to? The... It's by Funktastic Meads. <laughs> we are a commercial mead. I'm meter. talking, well, I saw it. Is. Word choice. Um, is there a mass-produced mead out there? Like, obviously, this is absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. There are a number of large pro uh, production meaderies. Mm -hmm. um, so Superstition being one. They're out of Arizona. Uh, Bee Nectar. Uh, another out of Michigan. Oh, we should um, no free ads. Of course, no free no ads. ads. No, you but what? But Funktastic Mead <laughs> is ten times better than them. Why? Uh, for me, I think it's because we're doing some really unique things with really unique adjuncts. Yeah. I don't think you'll find a cranberry mm -hmm. sherbet from Bee Nectar or Superstition. No right. smoked bacon. Not that I'm aware of. No way. The only meat with meat in it. So, granted, no meats. Yes. <laughs> granted, you know our scale is in comparison is nano, super super small. Yeah, but but it allows us to be creative, um, and that's for me. That's the fun of this. This I'm, you know, as a home mean maker, it was always let's push the boundaries and crazy adjuncts. Yeah. See what we can get in there. See what we can get to work. And uh, now that we're commercial, we're still doing the same thing. You know, it's this for me. It's still fun. It's still just a hobby. What is your favorite part about brewing meat? Uh, developing the flavors for sure. Yeah. Coming up with the next crazy idea. Um, so, uh, as an example, uh, I've never I've not done this one yet, but we're doing uh, banana and chocolate Oreos. Oh yeah, dude. Um, in a mead? What? Yeah. So. I have no idea how it's going to turn out. My hope is that the chocolate Oreos don't turn it shit brown. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll see. Right. If it tastes good, I don't know that anybody's really going to care. So, what's, what, what's better for you as the business owner? Are you more proud of a batch that sells out quickly? Or is it just watching the reaction of individuals like falling in love with something new that they've never thought they'd have before? Yeah, for me, it's 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 super fun to watch people walk in, you know, having never had me before, and we'll get my, my favorite reaction is, oh wow, it's actually good, <laughs> and and it kills me every time yeah. somebody says it. I was like, well, yeah, that's what we were going for. We weren't going for like total dog shit so well you think of it like some people might not even be aware that mead is not uh like a, a grain alcohol right where they're going in going oh god here goes a whiskey i'm gonna hate this mm -hmm. but then you get it you're like oh my gosh that is that is sweet it is yep. delicious yep. that is strong 
It doesn't necessarily have to be sweet, though. What I brought for you today is all sweet. But yeah. Mead, much like grape wines, goes from completely dry to what I've coined as pastry, pastry meads. Yeah. So the sweetness level out of this world to something that's completely dry. What hours are you guys open where you, let's, hey, I'm gonna bring my wife over. We're gonna sit down, we're gonna try some. Yep. Like, what are your hours of operation? What's the best time to come visit? So uh, we're open Thursdays, five to nine, Fridays, four to 10, Saturday, 12 to 10, and Sunday, two to seven. Um, so I do have a full-time job. So this is literally a hobby still um spend a lot of time doing it on the off hours um so you know we had to work kind of work around our schedules as well Mm -hmm. um but we also need time to produce the products as well so those off days we're spending a lot of time in the meadery producing and how many barrels do you brew per batch so this depends on this depends on the batches um you know, most of what we do is small scale stuff. Mm-hmm. So you, most of it's somewhere between 20 and 40 gallons. Okay. Uh, which is one barrel. Yeah. Give or take um, per batch. Uh, the sessions, uh, the way we do those is we make a session base and then we treat the session base with flavors, fruits, concentrates, all kinds of stuff like that. And um, so those session bases would be somewhere between four and five barrels per session base. Nice. We're talking a lot about barrels. Uh, any barrel age beads going? <clears throat> Can you um, do that? I would. I would think you could do that. All right. Yeah, one hundred percent. So we've already finished one. Uh, so we made a mead called Sir Smorgasbord, which is eighteen different adjuncts. What? And then we took that eighteen different adjunct mead and put that in a bourbon barrel. So. We, we used a 10-gallon bourbon barrel, and that mead's actually completed as well. So nice. um, that'll be coming in the f- near future, likely June-ish time frame. Um, and then we have two more barrels, uh, which we're going to use both for banana meads. Oh, all right. That's awesome, man. I want to see one that's like a charcuterie of mead. A charcuterie. <laughs> you know, we were when we were making We Own a Meadery, yeah. we were joking about doing another meat mead if this one went well. And it did. I, I think it went well. Um, so, you know, we were spitballing names and we came up with Beefquake, uh, <laughs> an ode oh, to wow. uh, South Park. Yeah. And the thought was we would use beef brisket in the next one. Mm. Oh, my gosh. So, so good. Uh, so we may we may move uh into another meat meat at some point so nice had a medicinal fried chicken just pop in my head from south park that's where just a guy with a wheelbarrow and nuts oh my god rolling in it brisket brisket though good gosh <laughs> south park always makes me laugh yeah. hysterically oh yeah i love south park it's the greatest it's the greatest so when you think about so for me the science aspect of it are you what's your background in so what, what's your background that got you into the brew? Is it the is it the science behind it? Is it how it evolves? Or is it, you know, straight up taste? Yeah, so I'm a chemist by training. Okay. But uh, it wasn't so much the chemistry as much as being a craft beer nerd and just going to every brewery I possibly could and tasting the products that they're producing, the flavors that they're adding in there, and then thinking, okay, well... What can we do in mead? What unique things can we add? Um, you know, what flavors What flavors work well? Uh, so I enjoy cooking as well. Uh, and this is liquid cooking. Yeah. So I like that, liquid cooking. That's awesome. I like eating. <laughs> cooking is a byproduct of liquid eating. Of eating. <laughs> All right, so uh, there's another one sitting there on the table. Oh, my gosh. And mm-hmm. I'd like to uh, know what else. What else have you brought for us today? So the last one I brought for you is a series of mead that we've called Fruition. Okay. Um, So the Fruition series are all waterless meads. So the idea here is, uh, I mentioned earlier, mead is um, water, honey, yeast, Mm -hmm. fermented. Uh, So what we've done is we're taking fruit, pressing the fruit. Of course, it has some water in the fruit, Mm -hmm. but it's... The juice from the fruit um so we're taking that um 
the juice from the fruit, adding that to honey, adding yeast, and fermenting. Wow. So, so like no cutting of the of the juice at all. Correct. Water. Wow. Correct. So uh, we've done a couple so far. I brought uh, fruition strawberry for you guys to try today, but uh, we've done fruition blueberry. We've done triple berry, which was blackberry, raspberry, blueberry. We've done fruition nectarine, which was uh, nectarines and honey. Uh, we hit 21% alcohol with that one. Holy smokes. Um, so that's a, that's as high as y- you can go. Mead? At 21%, that's still mead? Yep. Right. Wow. Yeah, when does it become, when does it get to a different class? When does it become a spirit? So 21% is as high as you can go in the state of Virginia. Okay. From an alcohol perspective. Um, Does that mean you could go higher elsewhere? I mean, you could go higher. (laughs) You could go up to 24% in some states. Get out of town. Sure, he's got a guy. Get up to 25%. (laughs) Then it becomes something. Then it becomes, yeah. It's going to be the utopias of me. Yeah. So you brought this to fruition? I and did. tonight, yes, yeah. I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> I knew Sam joke. would hate that one. <laughs> oh god. So um, they're they're definitely, I, I'd say they're a, definitely a little bit more difficult to produce. Yeah. Because uh, you have to press all the fruit, and um, there's it's definitely more labor intensive. So for us, um, the the batch size is much smaller. Um, but you know, it's it's. Every time we go to make one, I'm like, son of a bitch, we got to make another fruition. And I hate it as we're making it. But then when we're done, it's one of the best things that we make. So it's worth the effort. Cleanse my palate with some H2O right now. There you go. That's that (laughs) 0.0. Served out of this fine carafe. We got a a fresh one over there for you. Yes, here's a fine carafe brought to us by... Common House, RBA. Where's the Common House at? Uh, we're here at the Common House podcast room in That's Richmond, right. Virginia. Uh, Common House is a place where you can become a member, enjoy their workspace, podcast room. There's a TV room here. You can invite all of your friends to watch Elf this Christmas and other fun things here <laughs> at the Common House, <laughs> RBA, also in Charlottesville and Chattanooga. If you're out there on the street, that's how I feel time while you drink water. Now it's your turn. Yeah, you, you summed it up just nice. All right, there we go. All right. I chugged that one. So, we're about to pop open this fruition. All right, funktasticmeads.com. And what was that website where you can order? Um, it's uh, Vino, right? Vino something? It's uh, So, if you go onto our website, funktasticmeads.com, mm-hmm. there's a tab that says Meads Shipped to You. Okay. Um, and then everything you need to do is already embedded in our website, ready to go. Nice. Perfect. So. Funktasticmeads.com. Whoa. All right, so now Fruition Strawberry comes out. Check that color out. Beautifully clear. Oh. Now this time, this 13 point, this 13% ABV Fruition Strawberry from Funktastic Meads, where we share with Ty, no dollar sign. We shared. Oh, the... The giddiness on his face that we shared with him. Look at his face. He's so happy. I, so, have, I have this cup, right? It's, it's about a foot away from my nose. I yeah. smell it. What kind of glass is it? Because we're going to sell that glass on our website. Yeah, it's, it's a rocks glass, double rocks. With the, uh, is that an old IMCM brand? It's an old logo? one. It's an old one. We've got some new stuff coming. It's got a rocket that. ship on it with a little <laughs> tail, the, the hops. You That's had great. mentioned earlier Ooh. something about hops. Is there any hops that get worked into meats? Absolutely. Um, so we are actually going to be releasing, uh, in our tap room, a Quipa, a Quipa, Quipa, quadruple IPA inspired mead. Uh, two eyes. eyes. So, um, what we're doing is, uh, we're taking a high ABV session base. Okay. It'll be 10% alcohol, and uh, we'll heat uh, some galaxy hops, hopefully pull some bitterness out, uh, and then dry hop it with mosaic, galaxy, and, I'm sorry, mosaic, citra, and calypso. Um, And the idea there is to mimic a quadruple IPA, but in a mead. What? Um, So we've done a... We've done a session IPA before in a mead, 
and it came pretty damn close. It was six and a half percent. Yeah. Be hard pressed to tell the difference between a single IPA and a, and a mead. That's so. That's no incredible. grains. That is awesome. So the, what are you saying? Is that, that's gluten free? That's what I'm saying, dude. That's uh, that's a game changer. That's a game changer. Gluten free IPA. Oh my gosh, people gonna be oh going crazy. That, that's crazy. Now it's cool. But we're not the first to do it. For sure, for sure, uh, cideries have been uh, cideries have been hopping uh, hopping their ciders, and that's you know that's gluten free as well. Um, but you know, for me. Being craft beer nerd, mm-hmm. I I love triple IPAs. I love quadruple IPAs. So mm-hmm. hit, trying to hit that higher ABV and still have it be IPA like that's that's my goal. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I I can't wait to try that. That's 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 crazy. When is that going to be available? I am shooting for May fourteenth. Uh, we're doing an event that day with uh, Hoppy Floppy, oh, which cool. you may know. Um, What's Hoppy Floppy? Oh, who is Hoppy Floppy? Who is Hoppy Floppy? <laughs> yeah, so Hoppy Floppy is a craft beer. Uh, um, she's an Instagram influencer, oh, okay. craft beer uh, related. Uh, so we've done a couple of collabs with her in terms of labels and meads. Uh, so we're releasing uh, Between the Sheets on the 14th of May. Uh, we'll also have... Uh, some Marvinson barbecue at the meadery, as well as uh, we'll have Floppy's Floaties, which will be a uh, root beer float. So we'll right. be using Cold Stone vanilla ice cream and uh, our root beer session mead. That's awesome. So we got a couple of things Look going at that. on. A root beer session mead? Correct. Ah, right? Come on. Why now. did I just open the door to this now? <laughs> Just in time for all these events. That's how. <laughs> this fruition strawberry is a beautiful red color. It really is. And the smell. I, strawberry I, jam. Good. Yes. Well put. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> think of it. It was three guys sweating in a in a sound booth, but now it's three guys sweating in a sound booth that smells like strawberry. Yes. <laughs> like somebody sprayed the poopery right. in the bathroom. Oh, but this it's sweet. It's. It's a real clean strawberry smell. CMs. Oh, eyes oh. rolled back in his head. Stop it! Oh my gosh! Yeah, strawberry jam with the crust. I toasted it, <laughs> eating it. Tastes delicious. It's amazing. My goodness! My goodness! I, 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 I yeah, I, like I could taste the seeds in there too. I could taste it, every. It just bit covers of that your part. whole mouth. With something that's less than syrup, more than liquid. Oh, yeah. Great mouthfeel. It's yeah. incredible. Great body. Just coast of tongue. Nice drinkable There's light. There's so much flavor in there. A ton of flavor in there. Goodness gracious. Fantastic Meats is doing something real special. I Mark, say. you're going to have to come south of the river for this. Yeah. I will. I will. <laughs> I will. I do cross the river from time to time. Um, I do know people that live on that side of the river, so sometimes we do drive yep. over to that side. Um, they, these are just absolutely wonderful. This is how you put South Side of Richmond on the map right here. This Good old is, funk this is meets. absolutely wonderful. Um, now this came in a call. Uh, this came in a smaller can than uh, Granberry Granberry Sherbert. Uh-huh. Why is this one smaller? Uh, because it was convenient. Oh, okay. All right. I was gonna say, like, well, this is at thirteen percent. So, no. And so, uh, so the fruition strawberries generally in a, it's in a two hundred mil bottle, um, and uh, so it's labeled waxed. It's a, it's a nice looking. Oh, okay. I brought this for you guys from the tap. So this is thirteen oh, percent. So much. Yep. This does not taste like. It doesn't taste. There. Yeah, like I've had 13% drinks before that have kind of just like, oh, God, what was that? This this 13% is amazing. So smooth. It does not taste like 13%. My gosh. We're not even – it's like not like we're sponsoring this in any way. This is just legit awesome. I'm totally sponsoring this. This is amazing. Well, I mean (laughs) (laughs) – 
Ghostbusters every single day. <laughs> wow. Mm. Mm. If you haven't had mead before and you're looking for a good mead. Don't start here. Because <laughs> it can only go down. <laughs> hey, man, when you start here. That's where you got to stay. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's where you got to stay. There, you don't go with that uh, yeah. macro swill. Nope, can't do it. This is wonderful. I, thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank, thank you for you. the education on mead. I love what you're doing with this. Um, I mean, bacon, vanilla, and maple syrup from We Own a Meadery was, was wonderful. And then it just, I don't know, it just got better. I mean, I don't even know if it got better. They're all wonderful in their... Uh, I didn't expect any of this. Right. So so this is part of the fun for me is you can be super unique. Yeah. Um, you can be unique in sessions. You can be unique in sweetmeats. You can be unique with flavors. You can be unique with tries. Um, so it, it's 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 pushing pushing the boundaries for, you know, for flavors. That's that's what we're doing. Some may like them. Some may not. But yeah. You know, that's for for us. That's the goal is to push them as far as we can go. You know, and three for three tonight, mm. batting a thousand. Good gosh, that's a baseball term. There it is. So, you know, that's the game where they throw the ball. Oh, is that and sports? hit it with the bat. Sports, sports ball? stuff. Sports gotcha. ball stuff. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. This is wonderful. Funktasticmeads.com. Um, you said you have an event coming up May fourteenth. Um, any other events going on that we want to draw? You know, uh, people go over and, and visit. I definitely want to draw uh, attention to Sugar Belt Mead Festival, okay. which is in Crown Point, Indiana. It's thrown by our friends at uh, Manic Meadery. Uh, so that is May 21st. Okay. Um, there are tickets available on Osner. Um, and that is the country's only mead-only festival. Oh, wow. Um, so there'll be 50 plus meaderies there. It's, uh, it's one of the best festivals I've ever attended as a as a, a participant or an invitee, it was, it's a really, really cool place. The wine industry, I think is rather competitive and snooty. The beer industry, we've talked to uh, Tony from Final Gravity, mm. where he's like, there's not as much collaboration as there used to be. And as, as the breweries that started in, you know, 2013, 2014 have grown, they've kind of distanced themselves from each other. It sounds like the mead community is tight. Is that an accurate statement? I think so. If you if you think about the mead community the same way as the craft beer community was ten years ago, yeah, where everybody was trying to get their name out there, trying to trying to draw attention to the craft. I, I think that's exactly what mead is doing right now. Um, so we've done collabs with Four Fires. We've yeah. done collabs with Saba Mead and. Um, in Miami, we've done collabs with uh, Pie Road in Tampa. So you know, every meadery, although we're technically competitors, yeah, um, we're all collaborating together just to get the word out there about me. Because if if Pie Road wins or Seba wins or Boneflower wins, we all do. So that's that's kind of I, I think that's kind of how craft beer was. Mm -hmm. um, it's maybe not as much that way. But it there it still exists. Um, it's definitely very collaborative. Sam, what's your uh, what's your phrase when it comes to uh, what's the rising tide? What's it, something raises oh, yeah. all ships? Uh, or did you get something down the wrong pipe over there? Yeah, yeah, he's struggling over there. A rising tide raises all ships. Rising tide raises yeah. all ships. Yeah. yeah, rises together. Funktasticmeads.com. Visit them on Instagram, Funktastic underscore Meads, on Instagram and Facebook, and Untapped. Check in, rate, um, and go visit. Well, tell us a little bit about your address, the storefront. You told us about the hours. Um, so we're on the south side of Richmond in yep. Midlothian. Uh, address is 1212 Alverser Plaza. Uh, so... Uh, People in Richmond definitely have heard the commercial for Schwarzschild Jewelers. Uh, so we are <laughs> we are Funktastic Meads right next to Schwarzschild Jewelers in Alverser Plaza. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, there's a tongue twister. <laughs> that's how you do it. Sign <laughs> that right in. Funktastic Meads. 
Next is Schwarzschild Jeweler on Alverser. Plaza? Plaza. Alverser? Yeah, yeah, that's hard. I was working on tongue twisters with the kids at home. So that's oh a good goodness. one. CM, uh, <laughs> we've said a lot. We've said it all. We said a lot. I Thank choked. you. <clears throat> you choked. Yeah. I was worried about you, but then we just kept talking and let you hey. uh, fall over there in the corner. Yeah, do what I um, do. Thank you so much. CM, what do you have going on? Uh, we just have a lot of stuff going on in Craft Beer Mafia. We have some glasses coming soon. We have merch coming soon. We have a lot of stuff coming soon. Uh, can't wait. So look out this summer. Find us, like us, share, yeah. drink some meads. Please do. Please drink some meads. Drink fantastic meads. It's the best meads. There you go. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Drink responsibly. Be a good person. Cheers. Cheers.